They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. Oh, all right. You know Welcome what? Welcome everybody to Bro Dads. Bro Dads. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll have to. So yeah, we'll do. We'll do ten minutes. We'll go pick up my son, and then uh, you'll get to see that part of my life. Okay. Okay, that'll be fun. And I'll sit in the back seat so I can just. Be, oh, that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I. Please don't sit in the back seat on the way there. Why not? Because it'll look like you're a fancy concert pianist and I'm a like oh. a big tough guy okay. that's driving you around in the 1940s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. Whoa, Phil's reverse driving Miss Daisy right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the commercials for that movie, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm watching that. Oh, man. It's just, it. you know, movies like that now, I'm like, it feels like, first of all, you're too late. Yeah. That movie would have been great in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like <laughs> like if The Legend of Vagger Bants <laughs> came out now, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but back then you're like, oh, look, a mystical black man <laughs> helped out the white, <laughs> the rich white person. Oh, think maybe we should give them jobs. You know, it's like, it's, it's like now you're like, what kind of corny ass, yeah. hokey, like. Uh, and they have di diminishing returns now. Wait, wait, um, they have what? Diminishing returns. Like, oh, after yeah, 12 yeah. years of slave, every one of these movies where it's like race relations. And and here's another terrible yeah. thing that happened to a bunch of black people. People are like, nope, not going to go check that. I don't want to be sad for two and a half hours. If you want to make a movie now, it should be a kid, like a white kid, who's learning about slavery in Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and he's like, ooh, this is bad. And then he goes on summer break, and then they're like, there were many happy slaves who appreciated their owners. And he's slowly starting to become more radicalized. <laughs> and then he makes a friend in the bayou. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's like my grandfather was whipped eighty-seven times, and this is the whip that we kept to remind us. Oh, you motherfuckers fucked with it, you know. And then he's like, Ah, oh, jeez. And he's like, Maybe I should give you guys a chance. And... <laughs> it's all done in the bayou, though. Yeah, I don't. And then it, they can both like bond. Yeah. At like how weird the Florida white trash is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, man, nobody. <sighs> and then there's a nobody. scene where a black girl goes down on him and he changes his whole perspective. Oh, you know what might be an interesting premise for a movie? Like uh, one of these, uh, you know, like the races come together is uh, one of these movies where they got these lady pedophiles. Yeah. I don't know why I said pedophiles. Yeah, you sounded <laughs> kind of British. <laughs> <laughs> really, I felt like I sounded like a hick who doesn't like a charcuterie. Yeah, <laughs> like it was overly pronounced. No, one of these lady pedophiles who's like, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Teaching English, yeah, freshmen's in high schools, yeah. and but it's it's like Claire Huxtable, whoa, with like a future NFL tight end. So oh, like, man. so like you're like, well, he like his body's eighteen. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that, that way she's a villain, but also integrating. Yeah. Yeah. That would, man, that. A bunch of people would see the movie for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> be done with these diminishing returns. I didn't say what platform it should be streamed on. <laughs> it's so funny. Be like, I've already seen this on my Pornhub search. <laughs> I wasn't looking for it. I just typed in Claire Huxtable. <laughs> like, oh shit, she's still getting work. <laughs> that's so funny, man. That's so funny. Like, oh man, you know, because nobody. That's one thing. When the Co- when the Cosby Show got pulled from everything due to his many indiscretions. <laughs> Nobody was like, oh, what about Theo's money? Yeah. What about Claire's money? Yes. Yeah, like, you, you, you're you, like, there were so many people attached yeah. to those shows getting residual and checks. And the writers. And, and yeah. yeah. Everybody involved in that show must have been like, oh, they got him. I just bought a boat. <laughs> <laughs> My kid's in college. Please be innocent, Mr. Cosby. <laughs> I feel like situations like that, uh, you shouldn't because of how many people are involved. You shouldn't. That shouldn't be just yeah. wiped from. I really don't like this wiping bad people off the planet. It's hard though thing. because once because it is even it there is it is tainted though. I yeah. mean, dude, if you know, like just. If you're at a party somewhere, you know, just start playing R. Kelly and just start looking around and see what happens. Because yeah. people are like, oh, I thought I only got to listen to this alone. <laughs> 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 you know, like it's it's hard because it just it does get tainted. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, and 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 media, movies, and like modern music. I mean, that's you know, it's not like like we don't know what what like in a hundred years, how is this? What's yeah. what's a television show in a hundred years? Are people going to go back and be like, "Oh my God, I have found, I have unearthed an amazing piece of work called Car Fifty Nine? Where are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the reason being is just because these things support so many other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it 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 seems like you're uh, hurting way more people than just the main suspect. Yeah, like think of um, that '70s show where um, oh yeah, that guy um, he's Dan- he got sentenced to. I don't know if he played Danny or if that's the actor's name. That's his name. That's his real name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are Danny they pulling? That, are they are they pulling all those reruns? I mean, if they're pulling, if they're going to pull Cosby, <coughs> it seems reasonable to pull. Yeah, that '70s but, show. But there is a tinge of racism in a lot of this cancellation. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like no yeah. one's no one's going back to all these rockers in the fifties, yeah, and not playing yeah. their music. And all these guys are dating their thirteen year old cousins. I yeah, mean, I nobody's a, nobody's canceling Elvis. Yeah, I had a bit um, when that um, whole um, Cosby and R. Kelly thing came out, where I was like, if we are going to start canceling <laughs> musicians because of the things right. they did, the only people we're going to be listening to is Tenacious D and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I think those are the cleanest <laughs> artists out there. Everybody else has got some dirt on. And then, you know, I go through like, uh, I go through like Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page and um, Dave David Bowie used to basically trade teenage girls. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, uh, Elvis. Um, 
Jerry Lee Lewis was yeah, a big Jerry, one. Yeah, Jerry. It was so bad that, and that one, that was actually people back then were even like, yeah, dude. But well, they're like, well, we're fine it, with thirteen-year-olds, yeah, but, but your cousin, cousin? <laughs> right. you're gonna, all right. They're like first cousin. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to second cousin. Yeah, I, I mean, it's weird how we start uh, dividing these things up, and we decide who is going to get canceled and who's not going to get canceled. Uh, but one thing that I'm sure of is that if you have money, like a lot of money, canceling does nothing to you. I mean, it definitely, Bill Cosby is not, like, he's canceled. Yeah, he's canceled, but I mean, he's not. <laughs> like, uh, uh, <clears throat> but no, he's not in jail. He's yeah, getting out. He's, he's free, jail. man. He's got all his money still. Mm-hmm. He has freedom of movement. Uh, he can go anywhere he wants. Right. There's not like there's not like he can't go to the mall. It's just it's just that people on the internet don't like him. And well, I don't think and if, if that's the worst that happens to you. Yeah, he, he's got to keep a lot of his money. Yeah, yeah, and he's free. You know, it'd be wild if he started t- doing Twitter like OJ Simpson. Yes, that's that's what's wild. Like OJ Simpson, like isn't yeah? Exactly. He got out. He had money, and uh, and then he gets on Twitter and. Dude, it's the comments on his yeah, Twitter man. are so funny, man. Man, it's I, <laughs> they're the, like, you you go, juice, and then the yeah. rest of them are like just knife emojis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he just just plows through and just doesn't acknowledge that stuff is just amazing to me. Who? Because OJ. Oh, well, that's running back. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he yeah. ran for 2,000 yards. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just looking for the gaps. Yeah. So, oh, Twitter. <laughs> I, bet, I mean, it's it's insane to me that, um, and he was on like podcasts and stuff, which is like, dude. Are you telling me if the juice comes to Spokane and agrees to do bro dads? Oh, he could do it for yeah. sure, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll t- I would. I would take some. Uh, I'd take some parenting advice from the juice. Yeah. Would not take marriage advice. Yeah, no marriage <laughs> advice. Shit, no. Well, what you do is if they talk back, <laughs> just sit in the bushes, and you know, <laughs> just so you have a getaway. Drive. Just keep stabbing <laughs> until the head falls off. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Should we take off? Oh, is it? T- Holy crap. Yeah, okay. Uh, th- we'll be right back. Right back. Um, and we're back. We're back. Sorry. There's we're like back. Zero, there's zero yeah. pause <laughs> for the people listening. <laughs> Sorry, the person listening. Um. <laughs> so we had a topic and a top five um, for this week. I feel. Do you want to do the topic first or the top five first? I almost feel like we should do a recap. Of our first time on the road together since we started the podcast. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, it was. Yeah. If you could do it again, would you have stayed the night? Um. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, the hotel was nice and everything. So yeah. So we went all the way to Great Falls, Montana, from Spokane. That's about a five and a half hour drive, yeah. and you lose an hour. We got there, good time, checked in. We both had our own rooms, chilled for a bit, but then after a show, you get all amped up. Yeah. And I know. You probably go to bed later than I do, and I go to bed pretty late. So I was like, "Well, I'm not going to fall asleep till one." Yeah. And we're Shell got out at nine, which was eight eight in Spokane. So we were like, <laughs> "If we leave now, we can get home at two thirty. We got home at three, <laughs> and I got to tell you, I was kind of fucked up for 
until today. Oh, okay. Probably I, I, I was like, I made my schedule today so I could sleep then. Because oh, okay. I was like, uh, <laughs> I woke up the next day and I went for a bike ride and I was like, I feel fine. And then Monday and then Monday came and I was like, I don't feel fine. My body is destroyed. <laughs> I had to force too many Red Bulls and Zins in my body to drive. <laughs> there was, dude, that last hour of driving, I was like, please keep talking, Harry. <laughs> if we deal with silence, I'm going to total two cars in a month. <laughs> Was, it was so crazy. Every landmark, I'm like, oh, okay, we're already at the the, the big $50,000 bar and casino. Yeah. And then it'd be another billboard, like, 20 miles, the 50. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought we passed it. <laughs> 10 miles. I'm like, what? I thought we passed it. 10, you know, and then it'd be like, got finally, I never even saw it. Yeah. Me, yeah. And then, and then. I'm like, we're in Idaho. And then I'd pass, like, Coeur d'Alene, 90 miles away. I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're 30 <laughs> miles from Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> Dude, it's just, I was not, and I look at the time, I'm like, well, that makes sense. I mean, those, those, those navigation things are so accurate now. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I would have stayed. But how'd you feel about the show? I, I, I thought the show overall was good. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of not a fan of going up so cold mm-hmm. but um, it's for, it was for a charity so there's other layers to it uh, like at a show mm-hmm. uh, people people who come to a comedy club and you just do two comics they are easier to get into the into, you know like this is what right. we're going to be doing but there, you know, I did 30 minutes. Well, I was supposed to do 30 minutes. I did like 36. No complaints about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that first 15 minutes or so, I, I'm, I'm just up there trying to parse what they are about. Yeah, yeah. And, and it felt like out of the entire room, there was maybe a table that were – they knew what comedy was and going to a comedy show, and so they were enjoying it. But the rest were, were they were looking at me like, well, I, I don't know, what am I supposed to be doing right now? This is weird. Do uh, do you do you feel like you ever have like a do you attack that differently than you would at a club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, it's funny because I, I try to write a lot of material, but I feel like I start my set. With only like one of three jokes, mm. especially mm-hmm. like a longer set. Yeah. Just because I'm like, you know, as a nobody comic who's just going into this town, I'm like, I got to win them over. Like yeah. in 30, I'm like, so, you know, I don't. I mean, sometimes it's like local. I think local jokes is a nice way to do that if yeah. I can have been there long enough because you kind of win people over. Yeah. But then what gets so lame is like, I'll go back to the same city. And make the same local jokes, <laughs> and they still work. And I'm like, I'm a fucking hack, dude. I, you know, because even I mean, that's such a defeating thing when you're like, I mean, there's a part of me that's like, I mean, there's this dude, this club in Colorado Springs. I have gone to four times, yeah. and I would bet I've used the same local reference about their come in <laughs> gas station. It's a it's a fine joke, but I'm like. But what does that say about? I think that says more about the audience than. Right, but that that's a fact. When it works, and I'm, there's a part of me that is like, 
don't know if you can hear that. My dogs are barking. We gave them uh, dog ears and then they puked. It's been quite the break that we yes. had. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, like it, it is that like what like the great feelings in comedy, like new material working. Yeah, terrible feeling, old material not working. Yeah, but then yeah. there is kind of a shitty thing about like pandering or being hacky and have that work. Yeah, where I'm like. Fuck, dude. I I should. I need to give away. I need to stop sucking this binky. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, my philosophy behind it is, in these situations, <coughs> we're the audience isn't looking for art, and, and we. <laughs> dude, that is so true. We they're looking for uh, like entertainment or a distraction. Yeah. And so they. I feel like the, the the bar for what's allowed is much lower. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, if yeah. I'm at if I'm at the club, I you know, I feel more free in yes. what I'm gonna do. Jokes that I would never tell in a bar. I, right. I'm gonna bring them out and 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 stuff. So I don't really I don't really look at it as um, as hacky or. Uh, or like pandering. Yeah. I, I see it as more as surviving <laughs> to just, you know, surviving just so you can make it through that, that show. It's funny. Cause that's, I feel like doing these one nighters, first of all, financially for me, it's better than yeah. doing a club. I mean, the club pays the least because it's the most fun yeah. place to perform clubs, yeah. you know, until you sell tickets, you're, you're making way less on a weekend at a club than if yeah. you could make up a weekend of one nighters. Yeah. And, but the thing is, I feel like that, you know, like the club is almost like a weird preschool that's being run by kids that just graduated preschool. <laughs> like, hey, the second graders are in charge, <laughs> you know, and so it's just this wild free for all, which yeah. is great. But then it's almost like you got to be like, okay. What did we learn from the preschool, though? Like, <laughs> we're all potty trained now, yeah. right? It's time to get serious yeah. about this shit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I always I, I get bummed out a little bit because I you know when I like I'm I'm doing a bunch of one nighters coming up that are gonna be more like club environments. I yeah. I, yeah cause I, and so I'm kind of excited about that because I can like dude I the thing I miss about pursuing club work is like four shows sometimes five. Yeah. And by the end of that, if I'm trying to do a bit, if I'm trying to work on an, a bit, yeah, it's by the end, I'm like, I've actually done work on it. I've actually added yeah. tags to it. I've rearranged it. I fixed it so that it works a little better. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I miss that portion of it. So getting really excited yeah. next week to be in Coquilla, <laughs> Coquilla, Oregon. <laughs> you know what they say about Coquilla? What happens in Coquilla stays in Coquilla and then starts a family there and has a very nice life. <laughs> <laughs> the Sawtooth Theater, baby. The, the guy that called me up, he's like, hey, man, just so you know, these people don't have like good cell phone coverage, so they don't know what Uber is okay, or Tinder. So I'm like, I don't have Uber yeah. and Tinder. I'm like, that's fine. Also, I'm like... Dude, Sawtooth Theater? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if someone's like, the Whiskey Candy Barrel Saloon, I'm not bringing out the think piece. <laughs> I always think people also 
assumes a little too much about our audience by where they reside. Yeah, yeah. I I've, I will say my 10 years of doing stand-up, which, by the way, this month is the 10th year. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah this uh, that was you know first time I followed you. Oh. You know that? No. Yeah, first time I ever did stand-up, I followed you. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was very funny. They were like, oh, man, you crushed. And it was like, well, that was... Harry J. Riley. God, I'd hate to be the guy that follows him. <laughs> anyway, next is uh, Philip Cobb. <laughs> they couldn't even pronounce the P. <laughs> yeah. Well, I made it short because I'm like, these, because oh. it was an Uncle D's. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, these, these old racists can't figure <laughs> shit out, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, and so that, yeah, so I followed you and I got a couple laughs and I was like, all right, okay, I survived that. I was, <laughs> I was out, that made it were and so I, I i kept going up and it was funny because i think dawn was there you know actually dawn one time it was this was early on when i was just starting yeah. and going to all the open mics and he's like he's like man i really appreciate you going after harry because it's unfair we always got everyone has to go before him and we wind up putting him last and it's not fair to him I was like, you put me behind Harry any time, dude. <laughs> I'm like, these fucking pussies don't care about building an act, you know? <laughs> and so, he, so I think Don liked me right away just because I said that, you yeah. know, cause I was, and, and made, you know, because he, it was kind of silly. He should have, I mean, he should have been like, no, man, you should, you know, he should have told those people like, no, you need to follow Harry, yeah. you, you know, get, you know. Grow pair and and do that because I always think that's weird. People who don't want to follow whoever, oh, especially at an open mic, like yeah. that's when you should be putting yourself in uncomfortable situation. I mean, yeah. you'll never be more uncomfortable in comedy than your first open mic, in my opinion. Oh my goodness, yeah. do you know what I mean? I mean, my yeah. dude, my heart. I remember watching you on stage, knowing that I was next, watching you crushing. And and I'm like, man, I could fucking leave right now. I could still leave. I could still leave. You know, I mean, dude, my my shirt was like, boom, boom, boom. it was like a paralysis dream. I was like, the ghost is at the bed. Oh man, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember having to be the last guy up there a lot. Yeah, I I didn't know any better you know i was just like yeah. i was just like oh because i always go over my time they just want me at the lab no know? dude it was because a ton of people would be like when they're signing up they'd be like will you please put me before harry to don yeah yeah that's that's what was that's what it was and i'll follow uh, anybody i'll go behind it absolutely yeah dave Chappelle could have gotten off the stage i'll go right up there yeah i hear you man because if, if anything if you're good then you're riding the wave yes yes and if you're bad no one will notice because they just saw that great that wave just yes. basically caressed over you. So. And and just because and and they might be funnier than you. Yeah. That person is very well funnier than you. But if you're funny, then that's what the that's what the show is. Yeah. Be funny in your own way. Yeah. And, and I you mean, you should always think that you are the funniest. Yeah. It, it's a weird. I, I mean, I know for being humble's sake. Um, you you uh, look at other people and go, oh well, they're funnier. But in my mind, you, you gotta have this kind of deranged right. confidence to pursue, especially if you're gonna pursue it to get paid. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. just doing it as a, you know, as a as a hobby, all right, that, that's whatever. But if you're trying to get 
paid as a comic, you should always think that you're going to be the funniest person in that entire And, and the goal of getting paid is to become a headliner. Yeah. And you should be able to follow anyone as a headliner. Yeah. Even if 